Welcome to the TV and Tea podcast. I'm Adriana. And I'm Selena. And we are two sisters that have decided to let the internet into the conversations that we have about TV and pop culture over endless cups of tea. In our house, the reoccurring questions are, is it tea time? To which the answer is always yes. yes. And what are we watching? So pour yourself a cup and get ready to get into it. Hey guys. Hey guys. What's up everybody? Hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well. Welcome back to the show, <laughs> to another week of the TV and podcast. Yes, I am so excited this week. I feel like I always say I'm excited. You do. Whatever. <laughs> That's fine. You're excited. It's good. Yeah, I'm a we should person. we should be excited. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would a, think so. Yeah. I mean, this is fun. I'm we're enjoying ourselves, so why wouldn't we be excited? True. True. <laughs> I'm in such a good mood because I just watched the versus um, battle between Rick Ross and Two Chains, and I was just, I was literally like yelling in the kitchen, like <laughs> to Two Chains and Rick Ross, like everybody was like Adriana, the volume. But I had so much fun. So yes, I'm also in a good mood. Yeah, I'm gonna need to download a bunch of old school Rick Ross and Two Chains now. It just brought me back to college. Like I just remember being in the club. Standing on a couch, being belligerently drunk oh to like to Belvedere, and just like being like two chains, but I got me a few. Oh. <laughs> so I've never had Belvedere. Can't relate, but I do miss standing on the couches in the club. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like I just want to be like out doing hood rat things hood with rat my things. friends. Like no, literally same. Because, okay, you guys, just for a little bit of context, there's a club in Miami called Centro. It's in Wynwood, which is, like, a little artsy area. And when I tell you, it is the most, like, kind of, like, ratchet, like, oh, my gosh, you like that place type of club. I've never been there. I'm too I old. miss it. I miss going to Centro so much. But it is what it is. We're in the epicenter another day in the epicenter you know we're just out here thriving <laughs> we love that for us um yeah like that just brought me back like i can like i can vividly feel the energy in cameo like in my mind and i'm just like damn damn it never been damn to cameo either is cameo still open uh, Didn't they close? i feel like they might have closed but that I mean, I'm talking about, like, literally 10 years mm. ago. Okay. I see the vibes. <laughs> you see the vibes? I see the vibes. Um, so what's your vibe this week? Catch us up. How you feeling? What you feeling? Okay, so my quote comes from... I feel like your me. quote is going to be, like, so fun and mine is, like, not. <laughs> you know, it's actually not that fun. Okay. <laughs> I tried to look for a fun quote, but then I was like, no, you know what? This is fitting. And it's Mean Girls. Okay. I debated wearing pink, but then you said you were wearing black, and I was like, mm, pink and black, like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it reads, I wish that I could bake a cake made out of rainbows and smiles, and we'd all eat it and be happy. Wow. Because that is how I feel. I finished school this week, mm -hmm. summer semester's done, snaps. Snaps to that, congrats. 
Backyard renovation is coming along nicely. She has she's broken ground, guys. <laughs> I have. I started cleaning. I went to Home Depot. It was so fun. Elaine is so <laughs> perturbed. She we'll, is- we'll get into that because I want to talk about Elaine a little bit. Shout out to Elaine, our mother. Um <laughs> And I'm just feeling really good. Okay. So I just wish everyone would feel good too because there's a lot of people that live in our house and they all have like their own thing going on and it's just like, y'all can't be happy. I'm happy. But it is what it is. But back to Elaine. As soon as we started moving stuff in the backyard, she freaked out. (laughs) She was like, what are you doing to my things? She was the epitome of that like SpongeBob babe. Like, (laughs) Yeah. She was not happy. Why are older people so pressed when you move their things? Because that's like their comfort, their safe space, and all of a sudden you've come in and you have bulldozed through that. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, this is not your house. Like, relax. <laughs> it was. It would be one thing if she saw the things every day. You yeah, guys she doesn't look- go out into the backyard she- Ever. She, she doesn't care about the backyard. Not even a little bit. And we found things back there that she probably hasn't seen in 10 years. I'm sure. Like, do you remember the pig? Yes. There was like a pig oh my God. statue from her first home. I think, yeah. Uh, No, like our last house. Our but last like, house. that means like it's probably. It's, it's, older as, old, it's as old as you. Yeah. So <laughs> the pig used to be in the house. And then it wasn't cute in the house. It wasn't cute in the house, so we made her get rid of it. But she she <laughs> repurposed it to the backyard as like a lawn gnome. But it's like this ugly pig in an apron. Like it was just never cute. But uh, she really liked it for some reason. You guys, I found the pig in a bush in the back, all nasty and <laughs> decrepit. And I was like, oh my god, I haven't seen this pig in so long. Before I throw it away, let me show it to her. Oh you guys. God. When I showed her the pig, she tried to tell me to keep it. (laughs) I was just like, okay, so you freaked out, and now you want me to keep this nasty pig. Like, I'm going to need you to do better. Do better. Yeah, so that was my week. Um, I'll keep you guys posted on the Backyard Renovation video coming soon. Wow, (laughs) that's hilarious. I am not involved in the Backyard Renovation. Um... Yeah, it's just, yeah, I've got other shit going on. <laughs> but she's going to be enjoying the backyard when it's done. Of course. I can't wait to tan. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to note, tell you guys, we are drinking wine because that's just the mood this oh, week. Oh, I was wondering if you were going to mention that. Yeah, we're drinking wine. It's just, <laughs> it was needed. I like, today I was just like, oh my God, I need, I need something else. Like, I, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> I can't just have tea today. <laughs> I'm usually up for the wine. Okay, I'm always up for the wine. Uh-huh. I just wasn't expecting that today. I was like, okay, I guess. Like, I wasn't in the wine mood, but now I am. I was so in the wine mood. Like, <laughs> so I spent all day on the phone with Apple. And I've been having issues with my phone and my computer for probably, like, the past, like, five weeks. Like, at least once a week, like, something happens and I'm, like, I'm, I'm just, like, on the verge of collapse. So my quote is... From Carrie Bradshaw, and she says, after all, computers crash, people die, and relationships fall apart. I love that episode, (laughs) and I love that quote. (laughs) Me too. Um, And I just felt like last week I had to wipe my computer. Today I spent 
like three hours on the phone with Apple about my cell phone. It's just like I've been having technical difficulties. And I've, I also spent the whole week like crying and emotional <laughs> because I didn't really like get into it. But like I had a little like a spot. A spat. Good word. Yeah. A spat with um, a family member. And it just like made me really emotional. And it was like compounded with like another conversation that I had with someone else last week. And I was just like, I don't know. I've just been a mess. So that's just how I feel. You know, people are dying. Coronavirus is real. My computer keeps crashing. And, you know, relationships fall apart. Um, so, yeah, that's where my head is at. That's how my week is going. So, wine. Very needed. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers. (laughs) I was just thinking when you think it's Mercury retrograde, but your computer is actually just fucked. That is so disappointing. I know. Like, (laughs) I thought it was Mercury retrograde, but retrograde ended like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, what's the excuse now? Like, what's what's going on? There are none. We just all need new laptops. I do. I need a connect to come through with a new laptop and all the accessories for it. Like, I'm ready. Yeah. But for sure, that's like a first world problem. And I want to acknowledge what happened in Beirut. I feel really bad. Okay. Yes. I mean, how crazy that I. One thing about like social media, it's like you get to see all these things happening in real time and you're aware of them. And I didn't, I never saw it covered on the news. Neither so have I. so like so much of what happens like in the United States is 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 a like people in other parts of the world are always aware of it, but mm-hmm. it doesn't go the other way around. Like things that happen all around the world, like Americans are never aware with it, aware of it. Mm-hmm. So just to see something like that happen, um, not to see it covered that much on the news, but to see it so highlighted on social media is like really great for awareness. But it's like you're inundated with these images that are just completely horrific i was like oh my god like on i think tuesday i like had to i had to like sign out of twitter because i was like i just i can't thank goodness i wasn't on twitter on tuesday i don't know what i was doing but i was busy i think i was cleaning my room or something and (laughs) i just missed all of it yeah um so that's one tip i would give to all of you guys we're going through a lot as a world and bad things just keep happening. Yeah. Sometimes you need to sign out and you need to do something else. Read a book, watch a show, something. Yeah. So I haven't watched Beyonce's Black is King movie yet. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like probably the last one on earth to do so. You need to um, watch that. But I'm just going to have like a Beyonce weekend. Like I, j- I want to watch that. I want to rewatch Homecoming. I want to watch her first documentary that she did with HBO a couple years ago. Like, I'm just going to be like, I just feel like I need like a reset and I need something that's going to pick me up. And like, what better than Beyonce? I want Oprah to come back. Oprah's new show did start on Apple, on Apple, on Apple TV. On Apple TV. Her new show. Do we have that? Uh, no, you'd have to purchase it. you have it. to purchase it? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't come on every Apple TV? No. Okay, because I feel like the world needs Oprah. So she... <laughs> okay, I don't know. We didn't talk about this, but her new show is... Like, the way that they are packaging it, they were like, Oprah having the necessary conversations of this terrible time. Yeah. And it's like, Oprah's always having the necessary conversations of the time. Like, that's nothing new. It's like, mm-hmm. she has, like... She does the same formula of show like over and over again and people are like, 
Wow! Amazing! Amazing. Oh my god, never been done! (laughs) Right! But it's like, this lady has been doing this since the 80s. Like, come on, And we love her for it. Oh, of course. And we need it. Of course, I love it, but I'm just like, ma'am, I saw the tweet and it was like, Apple TV was like, all new, Oprah. And I was just like, this is the same old thing. Not that I'm hating. I love it, but come on. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm saying that because Elaine told us today that she was listening to Michelle Obama's podcast. And Michelle Obama said she had a low-grade depression. And it's just like, if Because of quarantine. If Michelle Obama is slightly depressed, then shit. Like, what the rest of us got going on? For real. Like, if she's depressed with... Everything she got going on, and who, I mean, quite frankly, with who she is, like, everyone can be depressed. Like, Anyone it's okay. Anyone can be depressed. It's okay. So, yeah, okay. we're gonna, we need to do some healing. Yeah. And, like, Like, some... I feel like I need to, like, go, like, bathe in the ocean and, like, I don't know. Like, I just need a refresh. Like, I Wait, can't get... Wait, have to the beach? No. Oh, you need to go to the beach. You need to go to the beach. I do. Like, I'm a Pisces, and, like, I love the ocean, the sands, like, the whole thing. Like, the bougie part of me doesn't like any of that, but, like, the real me really does. And, like, I feel like I just need to, like, ground myself. Definitely. I f- that I'm just, like, off. Yeah. You know? You need to center yourself. You need right. to go to the beach. You need to do some breathing. And you need to watch Oprah. Yes. I'm going to get my life with Beyonce this weekend. That's the plan. You know, I just feel like that's going to, like, pump me up. One of our other sisters was watching Homecoming this week, and I kept running to the kitchen to watch, like, my favorite parts. And I was like, I need this in my life. Like, I need the the pizzazz. So We really should have watched that this week. Not Homecoming, but... (laughs) Black is King. Black is King. We should have watched that instead of what I attempted to watch. We'll we'll review Black is King next week. Yeah, for sure. Because shout out to my boyfriend. We got the the Disney Plus login. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Ryan. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into the show. We're we're actually going to talk about Marcella because you made of an effort to get into it yeah and we're there now so let's get into it okay if this is the first time you're listening which it shouldn't be like you need to go back catch up we've got some really great episodes like i've been kind of re-listening to a bunch of them and i was like we're so cute do you listen to us yeah (laughs) i feel like when i first started podcasting i loved to listen to myself but now i'm just like i can't (laughs) i in the beginning, I didn't like listening to us, mm-hmm. but now I'm starting to listen to us because I feel like I can never get any, like, constructive criticism out of anyone. Oh. Everybody's just like, I love you. And I'm just like, that's not helpful. <laughs> so I've been re- listening to all the episodes to kind of, like, self-critique um, just to improve, you know, you got to get better. And um, so, yeah, that's why I've been listening to us. So, okay. you know, just to make slight changes you know make notes of things um but yeah noted but we've got some really great episodes guys so if this is the first time you're listening to us go back get into it (laughs) um okay so just a small recap marcella it's a show on netflix it is about a woman who is a police officer she is come she has spent many years not working just raising her kids so a serial killer that she worked on his case the first time around um that she never caught is back and he has murdered like one or two people that they know of so far Mm -hmm. and so she comes back to work and she is put on this case 
Um, she's one of those like natural born investigators. She's just got like a knack for it. Um, but she is crazy. She has had a traumatic experience and it has caused her to have like a mental break. So she has these episodes episodes where she like blacks out and she gets violent and um she doesn't remember she doesn't remember what happened she can drive she can walk she can talk she can act she's there but it's like completely blank in her mind um and then she comes back you know hours the next day disoriented like what happened Mm -hmm. so um, she's back at work and the murder that she's investigating, one of the, the victims of the officer is intertwined, intertwined with her family. Um, and it comes to find out that her husband, who has left her in the first episode um, and wants a divorce, is dating the woman that is murdered. Yes. And so the entire first season is about, you know, her catching the serial killer, but also being entangled with this woman that has now been murdered. And she was there at the scene of the crime the night that it took place. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know if it was her that did it or if it was the serial killer. And so it's like a game of cat and mouse. It's like a who done it. And, you know, as the season plays out, you see you get to know more and more about who the killer is, who his victims are how he operates and in the end you know the the person that did it comes out the truth comes out and it wasn't her but she was at the scene of the crime yeah and moved the body in uh in her state okay so i'm gonna cut in okay this is the type of show that has a great first season I will say I loved season one. Loved it. I thought it was so unexpected. There were a lot of twists and turns. Mm-hmm. I really didn't expect the person who murdered. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't expect the murderer. I didn't know who it was throughout the season. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to see her forget things and her be super out of it and mm-hmm. her be an unreliable narrator throughout the case yeah okay and i did like how her family was entangled yeah in the crime and she was entangled in the crime she yes. thought she had murdered the woman yes but you know at the end it ends up that she was just at the scene of the crime and she moved the body because she thought she did it she had a blackout yeah so i thought that was a really cool explanation i liked how they tied up everything in there but season one season two started to go downhill okay okay because season one was new and fresh season two was formulaic and i feel like that's why maybe in season three they decided to do something completely different Different. because people said season two was formulaic and then they were like okay we gotta like switch it up okay okay so season two is another whodunit where her family is involved yes like what was the point of her son getting involved in that that is so expected it's like you're following the same formula as last season oh they liked it when the family was involved let's involve the family oh they liked when she forgot things and you know whatever okay yeah that's what i didn't like about season two i was like okay it's gonna be one of these shows like every season is just a new crime that they're investigating for the whole season and then it comes out in the last episode whatever okay i can understand that i i season two was like you see her her mental state really start to deteriorate even more in season two and Mm -hmm. i think her 
involvement in the case again. I just think, I don't know, I just really like her. And I just I just think it's interesting how they weave someone who should be on the good side of the law be so toe-to-toe with breaking it. Mm-hmm. I, I realize I really like characters like that. I like when characters, you know, for the most part, they're a good person, but they toe the line of what should be acceptable, what's legal, what is to be expected of yeah. them. Um, within their roles in certain places. Like, her role as a mother is questionable. Like, she's not a great mother. She's consumed by her work. She is consumed by her grief. And that has, she's left her kids up to kind of raise themselves in in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she's not a great wife, same thing. And, you know, she isn't a great investigator, but she does break the rule. She, like... In season one, she needed to submit her DNA, so but she didn't want to put her DNA on record, so she got a homeless person's DNA instead and submitted that. You know, I, I, I like characters that do break the rules and kind of make you question, like, where is the line of good and bad, you know, evil versus good, that kind yeah. of thing. She's a great investigator. She catches things that nobody else catches. Yeah. But nobody likes a knight in shining armor character. She's real. She makes mistakes. She's messy. She's messy. And at some points, you don't like her. But you could also understand her and you could empathize with her. Yeah. And her character is great. I will say that. Character development of Marcella, impeccable. Everybody else, though, a little questionable. Like, what did you think of... Her husband. He was just a jerk the entire time. Oh my god, I hated her husband. He sucked. Oh my god. And in season two, when he's like moved on, he's gotten divorced. Like, okay, in season one, he has asked her for a divorce and then is mourning his girlfriend's death and murder. And then, you know, by season two, he has a new girlfriend who is pregnant, who is getting married. Mm. Who, oh wait, who is he's the married. new girlfriend Oh, is she too? pregnant? No, no, the first, the first girlfriend, girlfriend was, was pregnant. The murdered homegirl was pregnant. Pregnant. And keep in mind, he found this girlfriend while he was still with Marcella. Like, yes. he had an affair with this woman for three years. Yes. Before he tried to leave Marcella. And then the woman ends up murdered. Yes. So, in season two, he's, like, moved on with this new woman. And he's just like, I'm going to take the kids. I'm moving to Singapore. Like, he's just such a dick about everything. It's like, you and your wife didn't work out. Your your third child died. Um... And she's been consumed by grief. And you're just, like, not at all sympathetic to that. I have a I have a problem with men that, like, when something tragic has happened in a woman's life, like, eventually they're like, you need to get over it. Like, you lost your child. Like, the circumstances are what they are, but your child is st- still dead. Okay, so we didn't say we that. We didn't talk about this yeah. aspect of season one. But in season one, you see that her child has died and she's cons- she's consumed by the grief. She has kind of, that's the, the event that triggers these blackouts for her. Mm-hmm. So in season two, you see her undergoing hypnotherapy to re-examine certain events that have been traumatic, where she's blacked out, where she hasn't quite remembered. Um, and the and the therapist tries to get her to remember. To remember. And it works. It works. So she goes back to the day that her child, she found her child um, 
dead. And it, crib, it, it comes it comes to find out that she was dealing with postpartum with postpartum and the baby would not stop crying and she was just like on the brink like just basically she was just like on the brink of collapse and she suffocates the baby to 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 quiet it yeah from crying and Cece said say what she said about this scene Okay, at first I didn't understand it because I have a thing. I don't like to watch the TV in my room. So whenever I watch Netflix in my room, I watch it on my phone. According to Adriana, I need to watch it big so I can see what's happening. But I just thought that it didn't look like she suffocated the baby. I was just like, what happened? Like, the baby's dead all of a sudden. And she just, like, did that and the baby was dead. And I don't know if that's it's if it's that easy to kill a baby or what, but I thought it would be more. I'm sure it's not that easy to kill a baby, but I also think that you needed to actually watch the show on a TV. Like it's a very dark show. Like even just like the graphics, like I just I can't get with like these kids that watch TV on their phones. <laughs> like I need a real TV. Like I need the 52 inch. Like I cannot I can't. Like Maybe it's my eyesight, like, maybe I'm old, maybe I'm old school, like, I just don't understand, like, I don't even, I can't even watch TV on, a, like, a laptop, like, I hate it, like, I, I need it big. That's a me thing, but yeah, and then afterwards, <laughs> I said it was, it was the baby killing for me, because that's when the show started to go, um, it's not that it went downhill, it's just that... I don't know. I just wasn't expecting it. And who wants that? No. Um, it was it was an interesting end to that little story arc. But still, it was, it was the baby killing for me. That's when I was like, oh, gosh. I can understand that. Like, who wants to watch a baby killer? I just think that she... Okay, so she's just so far gone mentally, I feel, from that. That I feel like that's what makes sense for the jump that they took in season three. Okay, definitely. So in season three, once she realizes that she killed her own child, she cannot deal with it. Yeah. She completely breaks down. She ends up cutting her face, like going AWOL. Yeah, she cuts her hair. Cuts she her cuts hair. her face open. She runs away. She like she's living on the streets yeah, and and it actually ends up being convenient because the homeless woman that she stole DNA from mm -hmm. died in, in a fire. In a fire. So it's reported that she died in a fire and you know no one's looking for her cuz they think she's dead. Mm -hmm. And then season the second season ends with her someone finding her he's a what would he be like a handler for like what is that cia british cia british cia british maybe fbi maybe something like that mm -hmm. they're like he comes he finds her on the street and he's like i have a job for you um i know you don't want to be found but I found you and I have a job for you. So that's where season two ends. And season three picks up with her undercover in Ireland with a very prominent family. And you're kind of like, what's happening? And she's blonde and she's cute. We she's, love the fits. We love the hair color. That was great for me in season it. three. But I will say I didn't finish season three because I didn't like it. 
So I loved season three. So what happens is throughout season three, they start to go back and forth and they show you how she got to this place, like how she develops her her undercover character, how she kind of trains for this position, how she kind of like puts herself back together. It was that for me. That's what I was missing in the first couple episodes. They should have began that from like episode two. Okay, they start, I think they start to go into that in, like, episode, like, four and five. So you kind of see, like, she's undercover with this very prominent family in Ireland. She's actually originally from Ireland. She has family from the town that she's undercover in. Oh, okay. So, um, but it's, like, very loose ties. It's like a grandmother used to live there kind of thing. So, um, she's undercover with this family who owns the who runs the ports so they control all the drugs coming in and out of ireland and so she's investigating their family trying to build a case around them and you know she gets intertwined with all of these crazy characters in this family and she's also dealing with like her handler being like you know you're you're getting too deep you need to remember who you are all of these kinds of things. And she has completely like mentally disassociated from who she is as Marcella. And she's operating under, I don't remember her new name. Kira Devlin. Kira Devlin. Wow, you're good. I was just watching it, yeah. <laughs> um, so she's she's operating under that persona. Like she is yeah. completely disassociated from her children, from her old job, from any anything and everyone. I don't know if you've seen this yet, but have you seen the part when her old investigator comes to town? Okay. Yeah. So her old co-worker boss comes to town to um, investigate, investigate the, family. the family. And so he's they, they cross paths and it's like a whole thing between him and her and her being like, I don't know who you're talking about. That isn't me. And he's like. You're supposed to be dead. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> what about your kids? <laughs> like, what about your kids? What about your family? Like, yeah. you're just living this new life and you're okay with this? Um, so, but I, I kind of like that. I like that in season two, you see her completely devolve into something that's like a complete basket case. And season, you know, three picks up in a completely new place in a completely new mindset and and everything she starts to spiral throughout the season and it crazy shit happens um but yeah i don't know i like i just really like her as an actress i think and i like the character okay so what was missing for me from this season and why i haven't finished it why i told you a little bit earlier i don't think i'm gonna finish Mm -hmm. it is that all of a sudden she's just there she's just in this family She's hooking up with one brother. They kill that brother. Then she's hooking up with the other brother. No, he's they not a brother. It. He's not a brother. He's she's she's first dating their accountant. Oh, okay, but like, how does she just jump from dating this one guy? I know that to was dating weird. The other guy. It's never explained. Yeah, that is weird. That's the one thing I was um, like. Yeah, hella people die in the first four episodes that i'm just like what was the reason for it oh my god like by the end of it everyone's dead i wasn't feeling that (laughs) aspect of the show and then i was just like who is this family we don't know who they are they're involved in some drugs but then they're like against the drug dealers so it's like i'm very confused and 
I just needed more from the first four episodes to hook me. Okay. I don't like it when shows do like um how do I say this? I don't like it when shows throw you into the story and then midway through the season they start explaining things. Okay. Like you need to start explaining things very early on. Okay. Or else you're gonna lose your watcher. And that's exactly what happened to me. And then because seasons one and two are so formulaic, I was like, what the hell is this when I started watching <laughs> season three? I was like, this is not the same show. This is not the same Marcella. And I was a little bit intrigued when Rav came back, which is her old co-worker. Yeah. But I don't know. And you explaining it to me now, it feels like it's about to pick up from where I am, so maybe I'll continue watching, but, like, it just wasn't enough. I can understand that. And the woman left her kids. I mean, the kids didn't like her, but still. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think I like characters that are really conflicted and, you know, um, like, extremely multi-dimensional like i just feel like because she's got these like psychotic issues that is just like another thing at play in an already kind of like complicated world mm-hmm. and um i think the darkness of the things that she's done and her past and with her children and how she has operated within that is just i don't know it was interesting to me i really liked it does she kill rav no okay Cause like that's one of the first scenes of season three, her shooting Rav, and then they don't mention it again. And I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, that that comes out in the end, but yeah, no. Like the very very end, like no, by episode seven you forgot that even happened, but when you're watching it in episode one, you're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. The showrunners need to do better. The writers need to do a little better. I can I can see your issues like. As you're talking it out, I can see the issues you had with it. I guess because I binged it so quickly. Literally, I took, I watched all three seasons in like three days. It's that for me. But I feel like you should have noticed the cracks in the story because you watched it so quickly. Because for me, in season one and season two, they also didn't tie up every loose end. Like in season two, what happened to that nurse that we were seeing so much of? with Joel and she got kidnapped by her ex-husband's girlfriend like do you remember that what was the husband's girlfriend's involvement in the whole story she kept visiting Joel but we didn't know who she was to him and then her friend was his sister like it didn't make sense we don't know what happened to the nurse but we saw so much of her and her baby yeah what happened to her and then season one, there was other loose ends that are never explained. I don't know. Maybe I just, like, wasn't... I don't know. It was the cracks in the story for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like... <laughs> I really liked the show. I don't know. <laughs> I do think, when I think back on it now, though, like, the ending of season three was a little weird. Like, everyone... <laughs> You, I'm not watching it. I'm not finishing it. it. No, it's good, but it is a little like, how are, like, what does this mean now? Like, it's, yeah. It didn't make sense. Some aspects of the show are good. Other aspects are bad. And let's normalize stopping a show when you're not feeling it. Oh, I'm (laughs) all about that. Yeah. I'm totally about that life. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so that was Marcella. (laughs) (laughs)
we're gonna that's give you guys, hilarious yeah we're gonna give you guys a good review of something else of blackest king or something yeah for sure yeah because i always feel bad when i say i don't like a show it's like gosh you guys are just listening to me bash something and you're not even gonna watch it but whatever hmm. okay well that's that <laughs> Okay, so it's time to get into the tea. Yes, I love tea, but we're not having tea today. Okay, so I'm going to start us off. Great news, guys. Love Island, the U.S. version, so it's not like the oh. best news, but, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> um, Love Island, U.S. is starting on August 24th on CBS. Okay. Super excited. You, How okay. long ago did they record this? No. Love Island happens live. Love Island airs like literally like two days before as like they're two days behind. Like it's airing right. <laughs> as you're watching. Like, it's almost basically live. It's like Big Brother. You know how Big Brother, you can watch yeah. it live, like online. Like, everything I love that's happening. compared it to Big Brother, and but we, we just <laughs> found out what Big Brother is. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, it's happening, like, two or three days in advance, are you know? Gonna, are they going to quarantine on the island? They're, they're, yeah. Because they're in the house. They don't ever really leave. And the people that they bring in, I'm sure they're going to have them somewhere in waiting and have them tested and ready to go in a month from now. The rest of the world is open. Just America is just freaking. This is, this is true. <laughs> you know? But whenever people say they're filming, I'm just like. Oh I know. Gosh. But that that's kind of a good thing. It means that things are really going back into production. Like, Well, that's good. Yeah, they're not they're not the first show that I know that's going. Like Big Brother just started, I think yesterday. Yeah. Um They're going to start a new season of Summer House as well. Exactly. So, things are things are happening. Okay, I think it's easier when you do a reality show where everyone's in a house. And I think they started filming Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah. Really? Yeah. New okay. Jersey or is it it's one of the franchises. The women are going to go out? I don't know. You know what I don't like, though? Like, I don't want next year's slate of shows to all have quarantine. Like, quarantine yeah. sucks. Like, everybody's mindset is in the fucking gutter. And, like, nothing is fun about quarantine. Like, I don't want a whole... Like, I don't want six episodes of, like, them in the house and, like, in the masks. And, like, I don't want any reminders of this time when it's over like me neither. i want it gone i want it erased from history like i don't ever want to speak about this again like <laughs> dead and buried like i'm over it i gotta admit i'm a little excited to talk to my kids about 2020 and like my grandkids i'm gonna exaggerate it so much and be like y'all better be glad you could go to school because going to school is illegal for me I'm not that person. <laughs> I'm going to be like, it was awful. <laughs> oh my gosh. You, like, you know when grandparents will tell you, I had to walk five miles barefoot to school when I was your age. Be grateful. Like, I'm going to have one of those stories. Our grandparents <laughs> never talked like that. Grandpa talked about not having shoes. That's true. But like, <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like our grandparents are, don't talk like that. People talk like that. I know people talk like that, but not our grandparents. <laughs> Miss Amy? Not Miss Amy. <laughs> not Miss Amy. Yeah, but Grandpa has told me before that he didn't have shoes and he had to, like, walk to school. Yeah. And, like, Uncle Basil. 
island parents. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be super dramatic, but I don't want to see it on reality TV. For I sure. don't either. Like, I don't want to remember this. I don't want to have to be like reminded of this in six months to a year. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, it's literally August. Like, that's just so crazy. Like, what happened to the two weeks to flatten the curve? <laughs> It's just so disappointing <laughs> that we were talking about quarantine birthdays in March and my birthday in November might be in quarantine. Literally. <laughs> oh my gosh. How That's... disappointing. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> my story is that Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson are reportedly back together. According to Insider, did this... you see the picture that that Tristan posted of him and True? No. Oh my god, it was so cute. She looks exactly like him. Like, She's oh my adorable. god. In that, when I saw the picture of them together, their faces were exactly alike, and I was like, I need to have a Jamaican husband. Like, I need purebred Jamaican kids. Like, oh my god. Like, she is adorable. So cute. Oh, he. I don't know if anybody else would like would be able to recognize this if you're not Jamaican, but like like a little Jamaican baby just has a look. They do. Oh my God. They, I feel like they have like a little fat face. They have like a little, I don't know, there's just something like you can just tell like a Jamaican kid and she just looks so Jamaican to me. It's so adorable. I love it. I just, babe, you gotta be, <laughs> future babe, you need to be Jamaican. <laughs> I literally can't. I'm going to go look at the photo right after this. so cute. But yeah, Insider is reporting that this week, multiple outlets reported the news and quoted sources who said that Thompson and Kardashian got closer while quarantining together during the pandemic. And I want to give you guys a quote from... Oh, I love that. She looks so freaking cute. Oh my god! It's the cheeks. twins. It's the cheeks. It's the eyes. I don't know. It's just something. And they have the same mouth, too. You yeah, guys they have do. to go see this Oh, photo. my God. It's on Tristan's Instagram. <laughs> yeah, but People Magazine um, gave us a quote. They actually wrote the news. And it reads that Thompson and Kardashian are very much together and Chloe is beyond happy. What do you think of this? This is just crazy because of... I just have to go back to Jordy. <laughs> like, like... You just put that girl through so much for, I don't know, just for so little. Like, I will say, if you're going to get back with your cheating ex, you definitely have to be separated for as long as they were. Like, they first separated last year in I just feel like May. he's so, like, ain't shit that I can't. I he's can't horrendous. Even, I just can't even support this. Like, I just feel like, you know what? I, okay, if she wants to have another kid do it get back together have your other kid say sayonara in five years like that i don't care about but if you're like getting back together there to to try to be in love i'm just kind of like like sis yeah if you, you have too much money for this oh for sure <laughs> like, I'm, i just feel like yeah you just have too much money for this she deserves better, but I will say, if you are going to get back with your cheating ex, break up with him and get back together a year later. But I feel like this is being reported when they, they've probably been dating. They were quarantining together. I doubt this just happened. 
No, they've been. They would have never quarantined together if they weren't together. Yeah, they've been. Because last season on the show when they weren't together, she would like barely like him to come over for dinner. Mm -hmm. She's like, take True and you go have dinner with her. But like, why do I have to be there? So if he if they were quarantining together, they were back together from before that. From before. And they were just hiding it. And now it's out there. Um, I don't like this for her. I think she deserves way better. But, you know, do you? How old is he? He's, like, young, right? It's a good question. I think he's, like, way younger than her. And, like, it just makes sense, like, why he's so terrible. He's 29 and Chloe's 36. Okay. He's not that young. I don't know. Men just, like, don't, like, settle down. (laughs) No, how about athletes are just notorious cheaters there's just like certain kind of men that just don't want to settle down and like that's fine but like they have to pretend they have to stop pretending like yeah i'm gonna settle down like just stop why do men do that i don't know they love to act like they (laughs) love you (laughs) they just love to pretend like yeah this is what i want when it's not what they want it's It's just like why are we pretending like Like, why are you in a little bit like why are you (laughs) pretending like just stop I don't know. Just be honest. Just hook up with your girls. Have a little rotation, a little roster, and keep it moving. Yeah, like, I don't know. why are you hurting these people? (laughs) I don't know, but it's like, he... I mean, he's just... I don't know. He just reminds me of, like... He's acting like, you know, 50-year-old men that, that have, like, four families and, like, six girlfriends, you know? Well, he's one of those. He's one of those. He has two families. <laughs> he left one of them in the dust. Yeah. And he was about to leave the other one in the dust. So he's just one of those. Anyways, what else do you have? <laughs> okay, so I have good relationship news. Okay. Tiffany Haddish has confirmed that her and Common are dating. Really? Yes. This is surprising to me. I didn't know. Yes. Tiffany Haddish is a little baddie, though. Right? I love her. And I love Common. I like Common, too. I think he is, like, very sexy. And the tone of his voice just does something for me. He is, like, an older man sexy. I don't know. He's just always been fine. I just love, like, a a bald head. You? (laughs) You love bald men. I do. (laughs) There's just something about that I'm like, ooh, yes. <laughs> and you know, some people actually hate bald men. I know, but like, like that's, that's actually a common thing for women to dislike. Like, if you don't have hair on your head, keep it moving, buddy. I love it. Like when I see a man like start to lose his hairline, I'm like, yes, baby, save that shit. <laughs> that is so funny to me. Get rid of that. Yeah, maybe that's why you think he's sexy and I think he's older man sexy. I'm just like, okay, he's bald. No, I don't know. I guess I just know a bunch of people that like lost their hair at 20. So it's like it doesn't equate to like old. It just is like, oh, you hot. Dates one bald man. All of a sudden that's her type. You know what's so funny? I don't think I've ever dated anybody that's bald. Like like, I think you have. I think you have. No. Yeah, you have. No. Yes. No. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay, so Haddish, who was self-isolating with Common earlier in the coronavirus outbreaks, um, 
has now gone forward um, with coming forward with their relationship. She recently went bald, so she says we're like twins now. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> um, she she shaved her head. That's they met so on the cute. set of The Kitchen last year, no. but they were just friends. And then, did you ever see that video at the beginning of of quarantine? It was like an ad for Bumble on virtual dating, and it was him and her. No, I didn't. And so see they that went ad. on a virtual date. And that's how their relationship blossomed. That is so cute. <laughs> right? And they, it was so cute. It was like, basically like, oh, I'm going to go on a blind date. It was basically like SFK's kind of like thing, but it was like an ad for Bumble. So it was like, they were, they they had rolled out their new feature of like video chatting within the app. So it was like, they went on a virtual date, but they were pretending like they didn't know each other. And it was just like, so cute. And then she says... Yeah, after a while, we were talking, and then we got tested for everything, and then I got, he got tested for everything, and I got tested for everything, and yeah, we've been fucking. <laughs> when the COVID test becomes as normalized as the STD test. Right. This has hands down been the best relationship I've been in, knock on wood. I've lost 20 pounds since I've been in this relationship. What? I feel more confident in me and and it's not him that's doing it. I'm just way happier. And it's like knowing I got someone that cares about me and really has my back. It seems like he does anyway. And I love it. I love him. How fucking cute is that? That is so cute. <laughs> oh, my god! Like, I love this for her. I love this for both of them. Right? That is literally so cute. But also, what type of relationship makes you lose weight? I mean, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> right? Like, doesn't, don't relationships make you gain, gain weight, weight? Like, happy weight? Yeah. Oh, Maybe she... they're just being, like, active and just, I don't know, doing things around the house. I, I don't know. that. <laughs> right. Oh, my God, that is so nice. But you know, you know how sometimes you're, like, so happy with someone, you want to make yourself look better, feel better, so you're like, I'm going to drink that gallon of water, even though, like, that might not have been in the front of your mind before, and you're like have the salad in front of the instead of the cornbread like Mm. you know sometimes you are relationships do put you in that space of like i'm gonna get extra sexy now and it's not like conscious but you're just like yeah baby like i'm doing it i love that right i love it so cute me too i'm happy for them i'm super happy for them i just thought that was like the best good like feel good news of the week good news (laughs) right let's normalize good news right like i don't want (laughs) to talk about your your fucked up relationships like give me good stuff yeah definitely i love that i love that too okay so that's the bad news oh gosh (laughs) this actually isn't that bad though okay so there were a couple rumors this week that the ellen DeGeneres show was getting canceled but as reported by multiple outlets i'm Mm -hmm. reading the headline from desert news Nobody is going off the air. Ellen producer speaks out amid workplace investigation. Okay. So let's catch up. We know about the thread. We talked about it. People coming forward with their stories. Apparently Ellen's mean. So then a number of their current and former employees came forward saying that it's a toxic work environment. environment, And they have um, dealt with... Like workplace abuse, harassment, you know, yeah. racism, sexual um, misconduct, you know, things of that nature. Just 
a toxic work environment. And then NBC has launched an investigation into the show and into the three um, executive producers of the show. And then Ellen came out with a statement. And she, she was, did? Yes. And she basically was saying, like, I'm not there. Like, I'm the showrunner. And yes, it's my show. But I don't manage the staff on a daily basis. Oh. I'm not, like, in charge of, you know, the day-to-day runnings of, like, the workplace and, like, how people interact with each other. That's interesting because uh, multiple workers. Mm-hmm said that Ellen was rude to them as well. Not just rude, but she contributed to the toxic environment. So yeah. it's interesting that she was, like, trying to absolve herself of the guilt. Yeah. Um. But I can understand why, if she's, it's her show. She's the head. If she acts a certain way, the people under her start to kind of adopt that same sort of, like... The mob mentality, the group thing. Yeah, but, like, you know, that becomes, like, the norm. It's, like, if Mm -hmm. it's happening to me, it's gonna happen to them kind of thing, and you just pass on the abuse that's being... That's happening. Um, So, she... But she basically was, like, I don't know what's going on down there (laughs) kind of thing. So, she put out a statement, and then what? Then, you know, more employees came forward. Like, I read um, the statement from, do you remember the DJ Tony? Yes. That used to be the DJ before Twitch? Mm -hmm. Um, He came forward and was like, I have definitely, in my time at Ellen, was great, but I definitely um, can corroborate, you know, the kind of, like, unhealthy environment that my work, that that the the show was, and... um, I stand with my coworkers that have come forward with their stories of, of, you know, abuse. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so. And then, of course, all of her, like, famous friends are coming forward with their own statements. And they're like, I stand with Ellen. She's been everything. She was so nice to me. I've never seen this. Da, 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 da. But basically, I think that kind of plays into what everybody has said. It's like. If you're an A-list celebrity, if you're the Kardashians, of course she's going to treat you well. But for us lowly, normal people, it wasn't that great, you know? It was just a story. It was just a segment. She wasn't treating them like people. Right. Understand the vibes. Um, And then what happened was rumors started circulating that they were getting canceled. Apparently, according to a executive producer, they're not. So this is interesting. I want to see how this story continues to develop. Do you think that they should be canceled? I don't know. I don't know how you fix a toxic work environment. I talked about one of my previous toxic mm-hmm. work environments, and they literally had to get shut down at the beginning. <laughs> at the beginning of quarantine. They literally closed their doors and they haven't reopened. (laughs) So sometimes that's what you got to do with management. You got to get rid of everybody and start over fresh. Mm -hmm. Or you just got to get rid of the whole show and the whole company. So I don't know how this gets fixed. They are now speculating that, well, it's rumored that people are floating James James Corden's name to replace her basically would take over the show it would now i guess would become james like you know but james has a show yeah but um that's not nothing's permanent is it on another network yes 
So, uh, the network Ellen is on is trying to steal him. I guess. I mean, if his contract is up, I'm with it, but... He is, like, that same kind of celebrity, though. Like, jolly, feel-good, singing, dancing. Yeah, definitely jolly, feel-good. You know, I could see that being, like, a good replacement for, like, that time slot and that sort of, like, show. He would be great for daytime TV. But I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the situation gets fixed, and I see the vibes of Ellen being mean. These are all allegations. Yeah. Still, I see the vibes. Sometimes on the show, she just looks... Oh, she, she's definitely got a weird personality. She's like, a little weird. I, I just can't get over the scaring thing. Like, I just we, feel like we people... Talked about we this, talked yeah. about this. People that scare people are, are definitely a little off. Yeah. <laughs> there are, something's, something's off. But I just feel like... I don't know. I just cannot see Ellen being just going off the air because of this. I don't know. They've got to do an overhaul of Being the mean is not a crime. Like... It's not nice, but it's not a crime. Like, I just can't... It's not like she rapes somebody. I don't think Ellen should be replaced. I think all of the You know, maybe the the EPs should need to go. the executive producers. And, like, you know... Because it's quite possible she hired them because she saw some meanness in them and she wanted, like, uh, people like her. But also, you know, she's been famous for so long. Like, maybe she has no idea how mean she is. Maybe she needed And I'm this. speaking from, as the person that's the mean person. <laughs> like, you know, I, like I'm a very harsh person. I've said on the show before I'm extreme. And it's because it's true. Like, I'm very like blunt, no bullshit, like to the point in your face, kind of. Um, so maybe she just needed And sometimes you call. just, you don't notice that because yeah. it you're yourself. Like, if I'm operating as myself, I don't realize how other people can take it because I feel like. I'm saying the truth. What's the problem? You know? Yeah. Um, so there's, but if no one's ever calling you on that, like my family likes to do in the kitchen counter, um, around the kitchen table, like the shade, you know, honey, I you don't just, my cup, but it's you know, tea. sometimes you just don't know that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm saying that as the person that is like, you know, I can, you know, but I can see that if you're the top boss and everybody's used to kissing your ass, no one's, telling you like Helen that was mean they're just gonna be like okay whatever and moving on so maybe she doesn't know maybe this was a good wake-up call for her and maybe she just needs people to check her right like continually right we'll see what happens maybe (laughs) yeah but I think that's all we have right yeah I mean I was gonna say one other thing Oh, what? Travis Kelsey is single. Oh my gosh, yes. That was the tea that I was trying to remember that I forgot about. So, little story time. I random, I think I'm a psychic. I randomly <laughs> thought about Travis Kelsey. And I was okay. like, I don't follow him. Maybe I should follow him. And this was last week. Okay. And when I went to him, I was like, okay, let me find his girlfriend now. He had a recently posted photo of them. He talked to her. I went to her page. I was like, I'm going to follow her too. But all of their pictures together on her page were deleted. Ooh. This was like a week ago. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is weird. Like, I want to see the cute pictures of them together. I'm mm-hmm. confused. And then I went to her following this, and she hadn't followed him. And then I went back to his page, 
and he had unfollowed her too. So I was just like, are they broken up? I started Googling it. There was no news on it. Mm. And then, shortly after, it came out that they broke up. So they broke up, and there was an article that was written that was saying that supposedly he cheated on her. But he tweeted, exactly. he tweeted, he was like, this is fake news. That is not true. That's not why we broke up. Okay. So, I don't know. But, babe. <laughs> babe. Says she wants Jamaican babies, <laughs> but then the next fine man that comes by, she's just like, um, actually. He is so mixed. fine. Like, I, I will make concessions. You know. Babe. That was a good tea. I'm glad you mentioned it. I completely forgot. Hey, boo. <laughs> What's up? We love him. Come get this Jamaican flavor. <laughs> um, I yeah, I like. Broke up. I wonder why too. They, I, I feel like they were so happy. They were really cute. They were really cute. I really like them together. Gosh, and who breaks up in quarantine? Were they quarantining together? Maybe that was a factor. Maybe. A lot is going on. <laughs> Do you think that if you lived with your boyfriend, you would break up over quarantine? <laughs> Depending on the boyfriend, honey. The if one was... you have now. Oh, no. We're great together. Or like any boyfriend. My ex is definitely, we would have broken up if we had to spend 24-7 together. Every single one of them. Because <laughs> when you live with someone, the little cracks. Oh, my God. Like, just show so much. The little things in your relationship that irk you, it happens every day. (laughs) And the big issues, you can't run away from them. There's no time (laughs) to cool off from an argument. Because in 30 minutes, you guys have to sit down and eat something together. I know. Yeah. I I don't know. I just think it's really funny how so many relationships are ending in quarantine. Like, that's crazy. A lot of people don't like their spouses and their partners, and it just comes... I've never lived with a significant other either, so I don't even know what that's like. Like, I th- I know that is, like, a whole other thing. Like, that poses its own set of issues that you have to work through, but I can only imagine if you're living with someone or even not living with someone, and you end up quarantining together, and it's just such a dark time like sometimes you like lit like there are days that i just like come in my room and i sit in the dark (laughs) (laughs) i'm like you know you're just like i'm not i can't (laughs) am i a person am i a people (laughs) you know it's like real dark so i can only imagine and then the person's like what are you doing Oh, yeah. All of the cracks in your relationship show when you live together because you, like, can't get away from them. You have to make sure you really like someone to live with them. And the couples that love each other are thriving in quarantine. Like, my best friend Jerry and his boyfriend, never better. Quarantined together for four months and they're just like, yeah, we're trying new recipes and we're just, like, playing games and it's just so fun. And they weren't even a new relationship. They had been dating for, like, a good seven months yeah. before they started quarantining together. Yeah. So they're great. And now um, his boyfriend got his own apartment and they're apart and he's just like, I miss him. Like, I, you know? So when the relationship is good, it's good. Yeah. But... Any little thing that you don't like about that person, it becomes so much bigger when you see it every day. I could see myself like, I don't know. I don't know. I could not live with any of my exes. I'm sorry. 
I don't know if I could live with any of my exes too, but I hate the long distance relationships. So if I had to quarantine apart, I would maybe run the risk of breaking up with them just because of that also. Like I would be like, I don't want to talk up to you on the phone anymore. Like that is a very real thing for me. It's happened before. And yeah, like, I don't know. You know what? Maybe this needed to happen. They needed to... I don't know if they quarantined together, but they needed to see what was wrong and go their separate ways. Two very attractive people are now single, so get at them. And, you know? She'll be fine. She's, like, so cute. She's adorable. Yeah. She just started a fitness brand. Yeah, she did. She's doing great. She's super cute. Yeah. Um, He'll be fine, too. So, yeah. Okay, well, that's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast if you're listening on our podcast. And if you are watching us on YouTube, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Tell us your thoughts on this episode and all of them that you have been listening to. Yes, if you're on YouTube, give us a comment. If you are just listening to us on a podcast app, give us a rating and a review. It really yes, helps us. Yes, tell us something nice, okay? Only if it's nice. Okay, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next Friday. Bye. Bye, you guys. Bye. (laughs)